Who is a God like you? What do you think of when you hear those words? What comes next in your mind? What is your first thought when you think about God? He is holy and just. He is awesome and powerful. He is kingly and sovereign. He is good and kind. He is for me, not against me. He is worthy of praise and obedience. All those things are true and much more could be added. When the prophet Micah wrote those words in the 8th century BC, he had a certain view of God in mind. You see, Judah had risen to great economic prosperity, while sadly sinking into great spiritual decay. The prophet therefore brought an emotional message of impending judgment. Israel's wealthy rulers were oppressing the poor, and the religious leaders were uttering false prophecy. Thus the people were led astray. As a result of their corruption, Jerusalem and the temple would be destroyed, while God's people would be taken captive. The Lord's judgment is envisioned as reducing the earth to chaos. Intermingled within those judgment warnings, however, are messages of future hope. In the latter days, Jerusalem will experience peace and restoration. The ultimate ruler of Israel will bring lasting security and final deliverance. He will vindicate and purify his people. It is as though God told his people that he must judge them for the rebellion, but his heart is to restore them. Rich fellowship with God awaits his people, but it would come at a cost. The Lord cannot ignore sin, though his greatest desire is to get beyond the sin to enjoy communion with his people. To do so, he must first purify them. Now we're ready to understand those words, Who is a God like you? The question points to the uniqueness of Yahweh. In fact, Micah's name actually means, Who is like Yahweh? implying that the entire book was written to draw attention to the Lord's unique, if not astonishing, character. Micah's prophecy closes with these three verses. Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over transgression for the remnant of his inheritance? He does not retain his anger forever, because he delights in steadfast love. He will again have compassion on us. He will tread our iniquities underfoot. You will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. You will show faithfulness to Jacob and steadfast love to Abraham, as you have sworn to our fathers from the days of old. Micah 7, verses 18 to 20. The answer to the question, who is a God like you, is obviously no one. The reason, however, is less obvious. It is because no one forgives sin and delights to love his people like our God. He is internally compelled toward compassion. He is relentlessly determined to cast off all the sin and rebellion that hinders our relationship with Him. He is faithful to His covenant and constantly inclined to demonstrate His steadfast love. His pardoning iniquity and passing over transgression recall Exodus 34 verses 6 and 7, where God revealed Himself to Moses and explained His abiding heart for His people. It says, The Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. The reason God is slow to anger and does not retain his anger forever is because anger is not natural to him. It must be provoked and it cannot outlast his compassion. In other words, 
there is a certain divine reluctance to discipline, though he does so in order to accomplish his ultimate good. He does not delight to discipline in the same way he delights to show mercy. The pain itself does not reflect his deepest desire. He does not afflict from his heart. Instead, a wellspring of mercy and grace are pent up in God, ready to overflow and abundantly bless. Compassion is natural to him. He is continually ready to display his steadfast love. It is his deepest desire. This explains why God made a way to tread our iniquities underfoot at such a high cost to himself. He crushed his son, pouring out his wrath upon him, so that he could cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. God is self-sufficient and independently happy. He does not need you and me. However, when he looks upon our helpless estate, he cannot neglect an opportunity to be gracious. Sin does provoke his anger, but it also provokes his compassion, which overcomes his anger and finds a way to appease justice while rescuing the sinner. Our God pardons iniquity. He delights in steadfast love, and he has compassion on us. Who is a God like our God?